Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce Podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dyke Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dyke Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dyke Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. I'm happy to announce that it is time for testimony. And I want us to welcome Alex. Come and share his testimony. Hello, Felix. I want us to please tell us your name. All right, so I'm Felix Amankwa. And I'm an instrumentalist and I'm in the greater love gospel choir. Wow, wow, wow. I'm also the center director for the Adumbi Center. Wow. Wow. And I'm in Central Region. Hey! So, Felix, tell us what is God doing for you. So, my testimony is about it's actually miracle money. Miracle money? Yes. Hey. And then what happened was that last two weeks, Sunday, um, after church, I had only eight CDs in my mobile money account. So, I mean, when was, I mean, during service, and then this one CD offering, I mean, I, mean, I took one. And I prayed. And one thing was that they had given money, and then the money they gave me was like, it should finish like maybe two weeks after. So I was wondering how, I mean, I will call and then tell them that I need another money. They will be like, ah, why are you spending so much money? So, the one city I believed and I prayed. And then I was here around 10 p.m. And then I saw a missed call, so I called, and it was my mom. I called and she was like, my father has been calling me in the afternoon. Wow. But I wasn't picking. And so I said, okay, what's the problem? He said, he wants to send me money. So, hey! And the thing was, as I told you, it was like, it was maybe two weeks or three weeks after. But it wasn't time. But then, the way she was saying it, my, my father's been calling me, he wants to send money. That afternoon, so it means after church. So, that's when I had the money. And in that 10 p.m., nah. They that said, 10 p.m., 10 nah. 10 p.m., nah. That, that 10 p.m., day, nah. Same day. Why are you sitting down like that? Why are you sitting down like that? Eh? He said what? They gave him money, and the money, they were supposed to send another money two weeks' time. And he had only eight CDs. You mean you had only eight CDs? Eight CDs. And it was time for mommy, mommy said we should pay one CD. One CD. One CD. Yes, one CD. One CD. Tell your, your, your friend, today one CD, we are going to pay one CD. And you pay the one CD. I paid. And, and I have, believed. And you believed. Yes. That's it, you believed. Yeah. And then what? Your father was calling you in the afternoon. And your phone was telling you, you are working for the Lord. Oh, man. Oh, mine was on the work. My, my, I was working for the Lord. And 10 p.m. now. 10 p.m. That yes. night, same night. I mean, I, she was even saying the next day, I said, no, 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 no. no. Maybe, mind maybe your mind will change. Maybe your mind will change. I believe that God is going to bless us this morning. And when it is time for mommy to bless the one CD, my friend, my brothers, my sisters, take that one CD and God is going to bless you. And tomorrow or next week by this time, you'll be here sharing your testimony. Receive it in Jesus' name. So, I mean, you said it all. 
just believe in it and then give. What I don't think it just wants to give. The fact that you believe in it, it will work for you. So thank you so much. The fact that you believe it, once you do this one, it's going to work for you. And I believe that when it's time for offering, believe it and God is going to bless you. Amen. 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 It is time for the word. Amen. I can't see you excited. It is time for the word of God. Amen. I believe that the angel of God is in the house. And the miracle is about to happen in your life. You are going to receive a testimony this morning. You see, when God wants to minister to his people, there is always a time to send his prophet. And I believe that this morning, God has sent a powerful prophet to us. And then whatever thing you have on your heart, as the prophet mount on the stage and preach to us, you are going to receive your miracle. I said you are going to receive your testimony. And I want you to be on your feet as you welcome our pastor, our prophetess, Episcopal Sister Philippe Cruz. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Add a shout for Jesus, not for yourself, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Bow down your head this morning and just start talking to the Lord. Thanking him for another opportunity to come to the present service. A place where he comes to meet us. A place where we learn so much more about him. And we know that when he comes to meet us, our lives are changed forever. And things are made better for us. Father, we bless you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. As we come into this service in which we are seeking your presence and just longing to hear from you, I ask, Lord, that you will visit with us. Let your presence be here. We can't preach without your presence. We can't go without your presence. We can't sing without your presence. Spirit of God, have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be a member of the present service? Wow. Tell your neighbor, this is the service where God dwells. And he visits others from time to time. Hey, I say this is others from time to time, but here is where he's living. Hey, hey, here is where he's living. Hallelujah. Amen. One of my spiritual brothers used to say that, and I used to tell him that, no, 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 he's living in my church. Not, he used to tell me that God is living in his church and visiting others, including us from time to time. I said, no. Hallelujah. This is becoming one of our favorite services in, this, in the week, is it not? Yeah. Amen. And I want to encourage you that when it's a Sunday morning, strive to wake up early. So you plan from the week before because as of this week, I'm going to be preaching at 8.30. I'll start at 8.30. Amen? And you want to get everything from the prayer time. You see that we take a little time to pray. It's our time to reconnect with God because there are times when the way the week has dealt with you. Hmm. Am I talking to somebody in the house? Not that you don't want to pray. Oh. You may even have prayed, but you now, you know that you have just gone shy. Amen. Amen. 
some pressure. So when you come in on Sunday morning, you want to really come in and settle and have a prayer time, a worship time. Are you with me? Sometimes those leading, they are trying to give you a little time to get here and they try to pull it a little bit. But I noticed that things are, you know, we have been striving to close at 10 and we must close at 10 or before 10. Are you with me? Because you're also going to do a little bit of your um, lay schools, you see, before you go. So we really want to just maximize the time. And if you're able to get yourself here early, you'll get the whole thing. Because the blessing is the whole thing. Tell anybody it's the whole thing. Yeah. Much as the word is the peak of our service, the truth is that God can meet you anywhere. God can meet you at any time. Are you with me? I'm always reminded of a service that I attended. I wasn't well. And I had gone to that service. I mean, I was in Accra. I had traveled and I had come back and I knew that I was in big trouble. And I knew that it was a heart issue. I couldn't take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. When you take a deep breath, say thank you, Jesus. I couldn't take a deep breath. And I'd been praying on the flight that I wouldn't die before I get home. Because I knew that it was a heart issue and the circulation issue. And I could see that, oh yeah, well, I mean, I was walking without shoes and my feet were like, you know, the football stick, the big one. And I had come to see a doctor. And I had called at the time, Reverend Dr. Go, and he had organized something for me. So I came. Daddy was having a service, Bishop Dag was having a service in the evenings. And I had come to the meeting. Then I would meet Dr. Go, get my appointment, and then go there the next day. And I was in the service. And while I was in the service, I was actually standing in my bed in the service. Yeah. We had preached. And we got up. And they were singing. And I had that thing that had been around my chest and I couldn't breathe deeply enough. Yeah. It had broken. It had broken. So the next day, I didn't even go to see the doctor. I decided that I'm going to run my own test. Because now I knew that. Ah, now what I was going to tell him, you say it is not there again. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. The Collegono Church has got a tower. And I said, this tower. When the band was there, I couldn't go up because I couldn't take a deep breath. So I got there early the next day. And I waited. I was walking with Bishop Eddie. I deliberately just waited for him to climb. Then from the bottom, I started running. I ran and I got to the top. And I knew that out. But the point I'm trying to make with you is that when the healing came, they had not started praying about healing. Are you understanding me? It was a service in the presence of God. So when you come, just believe that he's going to meet you where you are. Strive to get here on time and get the whole service. Perchance, your solution was in the early prayer time. Perchance, your solution was in the worship. Maybe your solution as you are dancing in the praises. Oh yeah! As you are dancing in the praises. Are you there? Or maybe when the film stars are ministering, something just hits you, bang, like a boulder. Hey! This service is a spiritual service. We believe God here. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. And we have been talking about the Holy Spirit. Isn't it? Last week we were talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Wow. We're going to continue. What did I share with you last week? The Holy Spirit in us. I was talking to you about three relationships that the Holy Spirit has with us. And I took time to explain to you 
why if you are hoping to enjoy the presence of God, you need to also relate to the Holy Spirit. And I shared with you God the Father, God the Son, the God the Holy Spirit, three in one, just as you are three in one, spirit, soul, and body. Are you there? Please, so don't go anywhere and say that. They say that God is like us, please. In a sense, it is true. Let us make man after our own likeness. But in a sense, God is also God. But I was just trying to let you understand that you are dealing with three distinct personalities. And when they are functioning, you must understand who they are. And the fact that in the Old Testament, God the Father was relating direct to man. In the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus was relating direct to man. And as Jesus was going, he said that it's better for you that I go. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit will not come. And as he left, the Holy Spirit now came. In other words, he is the person who is here with us. So you need to understand the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now let me quickly show you a verse. I'm going to read it in the King James. And I'm also going to read it in the Amplified. And I want to encourage you during this series to study the Holy Spirit. The more you understand of him, the closer you'll be able to get to God. The more aware you are. You can't experience what you don't know. What was it our father taught us? The eye cannot see what the mind does not know. Are you seeing it? So the more that you know, that's why the Lord says that for lack of knowledge, my people perish. When you don't know something, you can just die. You can just die. I remember where I used to live and some woman, she died. And the thing really pained us. It was such a needless death. Because of what she didn't know. Because of what she didn't know. Are you seeing it? And people die regularly over what they don't know. Both spiritually and physically. So try to know. Amen. But I want to show you a scripture. You see, when you give your life to Christ, your relating with the Holy Spirit begins only that you don't know him. Only that you don't know him. But as you have given your life to Christ, there is a way in which God says, this is mine. Let's read. I'm going to read in the King James, then I'll read in the Amplified, because the Amplified will explain it better for you. Ephesians 1.13 In whom you also trusted, after that you had heard, you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Are you seeing it? It's like you put the seal. Let's listen to the Amplified. In whom you also, who have heard the word of truth, the glad tidings, gospel of your salvation, and have believed in, and adhered to, and relied on him, were stamped with the seal of the long-promised Holy Spirit. So it's almost as though, at least what comes to my mind, as soon as you give your life to Christ, kabam. have you ever had a letter that you need a seal? The seal is the symbol of authority. Are you there? If a letter ever comes to you, person says, yes, letter is from the president, you don't need to look for the seal. Look for the seal, not even a letterhead. Somebody can take it and just do anything. But there is a, a seal. A seal. Are you there? When you go for your certificate or whatever it is you are going for on the campus, without that seal, it is not valid. Your transcript is not valid without, it's not just a stamp, it's a seal. It's a particular thing. Are you in the house? Are you there? Or you have vacated post already? Hallelujah. So I'm just saying this to say that 
even without doing anything at all, there is a certain association already. It's almost as though God has just put a stamp there. And you know, people who have converted from deep idolatry to Christianity, they often talk about it. Some of these, uh, what do you call them, fetish beasts and so forth. The thing is that it's like a Christian, we can see a light or we can see something. Some say it's a light on the forehead. Some say the whole person. It's like we see that this one belongs to God. Thank God you belong to God. And if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, don't fool yourself at all. There's no seal there. (coughs) There's no seal there. You better get a seal. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? You better get a seal. Amen. But we want to go deeper than that. And that's why last week we started talking about the three relationships that we need to have with the Holy Spirit. The first one was the Holy Spirit in us. And I told you that that was the baptism of the Holy Spirit, isn't it? The second one, the Holy Spirit upon us. That's what we call the anointing. And the third one, the Holy Spirit with us. That's the presence. I'm aiming to get to the Holy Spirit with us, the presence, which is what we have been talking about. But I need to take you through the others because they are also important. In a certain sense, you need all three in your life. And sometimes without one aspect, you don't, you can't experience the other. Are you here? The more that you know, the more that you also experience. Amen. And so last week I started sharing with you about the Holy Spirit in us. And I was sharing with you about being baptized in the Holy Spirit and that the evidence of that is speaking in tongues. And today I was going to continue and talk about the Holy Spirit upon us. And then I felt that the Lord arrested me and brought me back to the subject of tongues. Are you here? Because in this room are people who speak in tongues. And in this room are also people who don't speak in tongues. But many people don't understand what they are doing. Even if they are speaking it. If you want to know whether you understand or not. Can you turn to your neighbor and start to talk to your neighbor? Give scriptures and convince your neighbor about tongue speaking. I said turn to your neighbor. Like, start the preaching. Start the preaching. Yeah, I gotta say, because some of you are too known is plenty. As soon as I said tongues, now you said, oh, this one there, but we're already speaking tongues. This one, we know it already. If you know it already, I said start preaching to your neighbor. Give your neighbor the, the scriptures. Number one. Where? Ah, you are quiet. Ashok said, Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, mommy is shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. So, so, so bring your two known down. Whether you speak in tongues or not, I believe that this is a message that you need. Because you need to be able to speak without your Bible. You need to be able to quote the scriptures. Anybody who comes asking you, and sometimes the person is asking a genuine question. And because you can't answer the question, you see that the person can even backslide. I backslid as, as a young child trying to serve God. I backslid because of a question I asked that couldn't be answered. And I said, ah, if you can't answer, then what are we worshipping for? <laughs> and it began my backsliding. And it took me a good nine years to get back to God. Yeah. Because I had asked somebody who professed to be a Christian that if Jesus is a good man, and a good man was crucified for us on Good Friday, why is it called Good Friday? What's good about that Friday? And the person could not explain to me, as many of you cannot explain, <laughs> why it's called Good Friday. 
Is that the ritual that you are doing? Have you seen? And when they couldn't explain, I said, ah. To what purpose then is all this following that we are following? And it began my consistent backsliding away. Because if I had, I had gone to, I liked Jesus as a child. And because of an adult like you, who couldn't answer questions? Simple questions. Hey! So you must always seek to enter. The Bible is not afraid of you. Enter the Bible and understand. And you see, this generation, you are so impatient. As we have said, after church, do the lay schools. It's like, oh, when you have come, it's enough for the day. It's enough for the day, really? But it's at the lay school that they're going to open the scripture, open to open to and lay, you will learn it. The thing now, you now, you don't know. And as they are making some opportunity for you to learn to, oh yeah, you're too known. Hey, I'm very busy. You are busy doing what? Hey. Even as I'm looking at our number today, I can see that the VGMA awards have affected some people already. They couldn't get up and come to church. Hmm. Mark chapter 16 and verse 17. Mark 16, 17. Let's begin from there. Mark 16, 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. It's a very definite statement. Not that maybe they'll speak in tongues Perhaps per chance said they shall speak. They shall speak. Christians sitting here listening to me who does not speak in tongues. You are missing something that is for you. You have become like somebody whose father has left an inheritance and you are walking around in your bare feet and you are walking around hungry because you don't know that your father has provided for you. It's a provision and it's a very serious spiritual provision for you and for me. Reason number one. Why we must speak. I'm talking to you about. I'm going to be speaking fast. Because I want to finish the ten reasons today. I don't have much time with this series. Ten reasons why every believer should speak in tongues. Number one. Is the initial sign. Tongues is the initial sign. Tongues is the initial sign. What was the first sign. When the Holy Spirit landed on this earth. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. How did they know the Holy Spirit had come? How do we know that the wind is blowing? We will know that the wind is blowing by observing the trees and the leaves around. If a spirit is around, you can't see him with your eyes. It is something else that will show you that he has arrived. And so when he came on this earth, the first sign that they saw of his arrival. Because remember, it is not that the Holy Ghost was asleep in heaven. He had been operating right from Genesis. But he was not in charge. He had not arrived as the personality of the Godhead here for man. We read of him right from Genesis 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And the Jesus said, the Holy Spirit and the Spirit rooted over the face of the earth. Are you there? And that was what even generated. So as for that, yeah, he was there. He used to go and come. They poured oil on some people. They changed. He was there because of the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus came walking on earth and when it was Jesus' time and he was now the personality of the Godhead on earth, the Holy Ghost came to be with him. But he was not around, available, talking to all of us in the way that he is now. It was not yet his dispensation. We have in the Old Testament the dispensation of God the Father. In the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we have the dispensation of the Son. From there, in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit lands, you can say that was the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, we see that this is the evidence. When the Spirit came, suddenly these men began to speak with other tongues. And it has continued like that from that time until today. In the book of Acts chapter 10, Peter was preaching to an unbeliever family. When I say unbeliever, or I should say Gentile family, up until that point, it was Jews who had received the Holy Spirit and they were walking around feeling very okay that the Spirit has come for them. But it was in Acts chapter 10 that God showed them that I didn't come only for you. So a man called Cornelius, he had been seeking God, seeking God. You know, no matter where you are coming, when you seek God, you find him. That's what the scripture says. Yeah. When you seek him, he'll do and you will find him. And so in a bid to help this man who so desperately wanted God to find him, Cornelius was told, send some people to call Simon Peter. When Peter came, you see the people, they believed already as he was preaching. The Bible says the spirit fell on them. How did they know that the spirit had fallen on the people? Acts chapter 10 and verse 46. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Instead of you to look for reasons why you are not speaking in tongues, rather relax and claim it and say that they say that those who believe will speak in tongues. I believe I must speak in tongues. It's my right. It's my, it's my, it's my benefit. I've received it. Hallelujah. Reason number two. Why every believer must speak in tongues. Reason number two. For spiritual edification. Speak in tongues for spiritual edification. And your scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. That word edifieth is the word edify. To build up. To charge up. In fact, those who studied the Greek language will tell you that that word that they put there, edify, is more to charge. To charge like how you charge a battery. Are you there? It also means to build up. To build up. Yeah. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. You can also say he charges up himself. You can also say he builds himself up. Hallelujah. It's a spiritual building up. And allow me to say that some of you know is the tongues you are not speaking. Your weakness is too much because you are depending on your physical strength for the things of God. But as you speak in tongues, you edify yourself. You build up yourself. You charge up yourself. Are you with me? If you like, do an experiment. 
Have a fast. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't pray. Don't say anything. Have another fast. Pray in tongues in the morning. Pray in tongues in the afternoon. You will discover two totally different experiences. It's the same you. It's the same fasting. But as you have spoken in the Holy Spirit, you have charged up yourself like a battery. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because you are speaking mysteries. Let us go back to 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14, take us to verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. However, in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. You see, not knowing that as you are there, seemingly muttering things that nobody understands. Not you are speaking to God. How will you not become Speak in tongues for your neighbor. Speak in tongues to your neighbor. I said, speak in tongues to your neighbor. Oh, yes. Makaba sondelebe. Oh, Jesus. Makabra sandalababa. Amen. Hallelujah. The same 1 Corinthians 14. In fact, if you want to really understand tongues, 1 Corinthians 14 is the chapter that you should go and break down. In verse 14, he says, If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. In other words, I don't even need to use my mind. My spirit is praying. Hallelujah. My spirit is praying. And do you know that we get charged up from our spirit? When your spirit man is strong, you are strong. That's why even when bad things happen, you are still standing strong. The Bible says if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. He's not talking about your physical strength. He's talking about your spiritual strength. The day of adversity comes to each and every one of us. And what you do and how you behave and how you respond is a good indication of your strength. It's a good indication. Are you with me this morning? And I'm saying to you that as you are there praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, you are edifying yourself. Hallelujah. Your mind is not working. That's why you feel I've done nothing. Because when your mind is working, if you are talking, if you are learning, if you are quoting something, but but your mind is working. So you feel that I have worked. But because speaking in tongues is your spirit speaking, it's not the same experience. It's not the same experience. But the blessing of it is that's why you can do the speaking of tongues alongside other things. And we'll get to that eventually. Reason number three. Tongues remind us of the Spirit's indwelling presence in us. Reminds us of the indwelling presence in us. John 14, 16 to 17. I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Hallelujah. And so as you pray in tongues, you begin to be conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
we begin to be conscious. You see, many of us, even in the presence of another human being, our behavior is often better than when we're on our own. Vice true? Yeah. Or than when we are with people who we are used to. If I come and visit you in your house, you'll suddenly be a perfect being that your people don't know. I mean, your roommates will be very, very surprised that, hey, hey, what has fallen? Hey, sir, hey, really? Hey. They'll be shocked at you just because of another person's presence. And so, therefore, it's the same principle. When you are aware of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, there are some things that you even, they even fall away. Naturally. Naturally. Amen. You see, the sad thing is that many of us in our Christianity today are not striving to be better human beings. So we have accepted that we are born again, but we are comfortable in our old sinfulness. I question your salvation. Because when you are really and truly saved, one of the signs of your salvation is that your weaknesses disturb you. Your weaknesses disturb you. It is true that you are a masturbator, but it disturbs you. It's true. It is true that you are quarrelsome, but it disturbs you. That's why you should never feel guilty about asking for help for some of those things. Are you with me? But when you are comfortable with it, your spirit is not alive. If your spirit is alive, eh, you will feel something. Sometimes, too, you have seared your conscience because of the way you have grown up in the gutter, your speech is gutter speech. And so, you are so used to misbehaving and talking like that. But when the spirit becomes alive in you, suddenly, it's not okay anymore. It's not okay anymore. And one of the ways to, 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 to succeed in that change is just by praying in tongues a lot. Because you remind yourself, as I'm doing this thing, the spirit of God is I'm doing this, the spirit, and he is there with you, just that your mind keeps going off it. One day, I had an experience one time, you know, those close to me know that I drive, but I don't like driving. And one of the reasons why I don't like driving is what I'm going to tell you. One of the reasons why I don't like driving is that, you know, one had a certain kind of life before I got born again, and there are, sometimes you find things hanging on that should not be there. You know, so I find when I drive that my temper is quite short. <laughs> my temper is quite short. And so when you are there in a place where cows are crossing, chickens are crossing, sheep are crossing, then human beings who behave like sheep are crossing. Human beings behaving like goats are crossing. You are there. Human beings who drive like cow are passing. Before you are where you have done things. So one day I was sitting in the car. I was driving. I had rolled up my... Um, windows. This was in Tamale. And the person crossed me like that. I missed him by just a few uh, and I spoke. Right there I heard a voice. I'm tired of you talking like that. I'm here in the car. Yeah. He's there. He's there. So if you are aware of the presence. So out of fear of Holy Ghost. Like don't strike me there. I need to accept repenting and apologizing. It's one of the reasons why I don't like driving because I have not yet gotten full triumph over that. When I'm driving, all my tongues come. Hey! They say women are afraid to drive. It's not like that for me at all. I'm not afraid at all. He's this mouth. 
And sometimes I haven't said it, but I've thought it. <laughs> Are you in the house? <laughs> but you will see that as you continue speaking in tongues, you are so aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit that some foul language cannot come. You can't feel at ease opening your phone to watch pornography because you are so sure he's there with you and he won't watch some. He won't watch some. He won't watch some. Hey, are you there or you have traveled? No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying to you. Yeah. In the Bible, look, he's looking, your behavior must change. Oh. If your behavior, if how you wear is how you are, I question your salvation. It may be taking you time to deal with everything, but you can at least point to a couple of things that have changed. Otherwise, please receive Christ again in the service. Yeah. Because it begins to worry you. Some of you, you are liars. You are liars. You're always telling lies. Even when you don't have to tell a lie, you are lying. Even when nothing is at stake, you are lying. You know, as you continue speaking in tongues, the next time you open your mouth to lie, you will feel like you want to die. And it will be the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You are suddenly aware. After some time, you want to lie. Mm -hmm. He's there. I won't do. He's there. I won't say. He begins to affect you. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I must speak in tongues. I must speak in tongues. I must speak in tongues. Amen. Are you there? Number four. Praying in tongues is praying in the will of God. The perfect will of God. Praying in tongues is praying in line with God's perfect will. You can put it that way. Praying in tongues is praying in line with God's perfect will. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. You know, if the Holy Ghost does not help us in to pray. Mm. Your prayers will be God. Bless me. My mother, my father, my siblings, and no others. God, bless me. My wife, my children, and nobody else. Yeah. Human beings, we are intrinsically selfish. <laughs> but by the help of the Holy Spirit, when you begin to pray, you realize that because you are praying in tongues and speaking what you don't know, the prayer is according to the will of God. Because the Bible says that the Spirit, we don't know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself is making us groan in there. And you end up praying for things that are beyond your mind. Are you in the house? Yeah, it eliminates our selfishness in prayer. It removes it. Hallelujah. Remember that it's your Spirit that is praying. Wow. We are very selfish. When we come to prayer meetings for ourselves, you should see our strength and energy. Hey! 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 As soon, if I introduce a topic right now and I say that, look, China, 
this uh, coronavirus. Something. Let's pray for. Let's pray for. You hear us here. China crowd have gone far. If I say Nigeria, it will be a little warmer only because Nigeria is a little closer to us, and we are afraid that from there it can even come here. So we'll add a little bit more strength to the prayer. But if I say, let us pray that it will not enter Ghana, you hear us in the name of Jesus. Hey, come on. Hey, 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 Listen, coronavirus is coronavirus wherever it is, and we don't want. But because of our selfishness and our selfish nature, hey, that's why speaking in tongues is so important. Because when God wants to raise people to pray over an issue and they pray in tongues, they end up praying and covering different places, different areas, different areas, different areas. Hallelujah. Are you with me? That's why some of you who say you like to pray, you can only pray for what you see in yourself. I question you. Hey. Yes, 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 yes. Number six. Speaking in tongues is a means of keeping free from worldly contamination. Speaking in tongues is a means of keeping free from worldly contamination. I need to tell you that there's contamination everywhere. If you leave yourself, your passion for God and your strength in everything concerning God, it will only go down, not up. If you like, just leave yourself and see. Don't, don't leave yourself. You may never return. <laughs> are you with me? But you see, look at the scripture. First Corinthians 14. You see how we are going to First Corinthians 14 all the time. Verse 28 says something. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church. That one is talking about interpretation of what we are saying. But look. And let him speak to himself and to God. There is a way. When you speak in tongues, you speak to yourself and to God. To yourself and to God. Many of us, we are on this VIP, traveling. Kumasi, I cry. Kumasi, I cry. Kumasi, I cry. Kumasi. Kumasi, tadi. Kumasi. If you, like, leave yourself, you now already, your spirituality is not much. Then you are on this. Give me a title. You watch. What? It's here, part, part one, part two, part three, part four. Then you reach Accra. Who is somewhere in Part five, part six, part seven, part eight. By the time you get off the bus, the small spirit that you had, grandpa, that you climbed on the bus with, no, it took off. You have nothing. From today, it is a rule. I'm giving you a few rules to guide you. Never make a journey. Without your earphones. Never make a journey without your fully charged phone or, or, or tablet. Never. When you sit on the bus, you don't even wait for them to start uh, their things. You put it. And remember, you are speaking to yourself. Even your neighbor should not be disturbed. And as you are going, Mama, by the time you reach Accra, you are praised for four hours. Oh, yeah. It is one of the blessings of my life. I won't lie to you. I did not even notice it had become a habit. Until one day, the girls around me were, were choking me. May God forgive them. And they were saying that, Mommy dear, 
you'll be talking to her. And before you are aware, she's... I'm sorry. In fact, I'm not sorry. I'll do it again. Hey! Are you there? When I discovered that I was a checking officer in my life, even as somebody working for... I mean, not before I became a... I decided that I will use the time. Because life was so tight, packed. But if I start praying in tongues, from Tamale to Wa, I got six hours of prayer. I don't care what the driver is doing. He can play whatever he wants to play. Me, my earphones. That's why I'm telling you that it's a law for you. Or make it a law for you. I never travel without earphones. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I always have one earphone and a spare. Who say, I have something to do? Hey! And now I have added, what do you call it? Airports. The airports have two kinds. So as I'm going, fortification. Battery nubu wa hakrano. Menya battery forfrono na media shaho. Yeah. But I prefer the I prefer the one with the cable to the airports because the airports sometimes you're using only one. The one ear is open. You can use the two, but it doesn't work much for me. Whatever works for you. Yeah. Don't allow people to contaminate your atmosphere. It will actually contaminate you. Are you there? Yeah. It's also one of the ways to save yourself from hearing the indecent jokes of your roommates and your colleagues around you. You're in your own world. It will annoy them, but that's their business. You are staying in Conti. You are a Christian. And you are walking around like that. And you are wala or wala. It's unto you. No, what I'm saying to you is very important. It's very, very important. Not everything is helpful. Not everything is helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but it's not everything that will edify you. And you better begin to distinguish between the things that edify you and the things that don't. Even music, I will not let you come and contaminate my world with your music. No. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. I'll put it in there in my ears, to help me and to keep me stable. One of the reasons for your up and down like this, this is it. Because you come to church, I'm edified. Oh, I love God. God, I love you. Monday, you turn. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then Saturday, ah, you come for Saturday prayer, then you start going up again like that. Then, begin, begin, begin. It's time to be stable for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I said Hallelujah. Reason number seven. Are you enjoying the series on why you must speak in tongues? Praying in tongues enables us to pray for the unknown. What you don't know, you are praying about it. What you don't know, yeah, you are praying about it. Hallelujah. You don't know what is lying ahead, but you just feel that I must pray. And you obey. And sometimes God in his mercy allows you. It's very encouraging when you see what you were praying for. One morning, I was in my house. I'm going to give you two examples of this. There was a very dear woman, of, I mean, in our church when we were in Tamale. And this woman decided to become a prayer warrior for my children. She, they were in boarding school, so they were not at home. But this woman would just wake up and she would pray. And she would wake up and she would pray. In fact, whenever they were doing exams, she knew their exam time to be more than me. She used to make me feel proud that they might have been crying. Eh? Eh? They said she can't look 
she knew their paper, she would praise her. No, it's true. It's true. When they were going, all of them went to who am I? I told you, you better go and thank this lady because part of the reason why you are who you are are her prayers. One day, I was in my house and she, she was staying not so far. We're in the same estate, if you like. And she came by and she said, Oh, mommy, have you heard from Nikki today? I said, No, I haven't. And then I asked her why. She said, Oh, why had such a burden? And I began to pray. Just a burden. His name, her name, to pray. So she just knew that she was praying for him. She had no idea what she was praying about. That night, that evening, we got a call from him. At the time, he was in SHS. And he called. How are you? Mommy, something happened. I want to tell you about it. I said, what happened? Those of you who went to infantism, you know that outside of your places where you stay, there are steps. And there's a place where you can sit. And he was sitting there. And he said he was sitting alone. There was nobody around him. There was nobody there. When all of a sudden, a force put its hand in his back and pushed him off. And he fell straight down on the ground and collected the blow on his face. And he said as he hit the ground, he heard the boys scream from, you know, up there. When they saw people started running. Because by the force with which he fell, the guy should have been. And when they came, he stood up. He said, I just have a couple of scratches on my face. And that's all. I believe that that prayer that she prayed had gone before him. Are you with me? It had gone ahead of him. Yeah. It had gone ahead of him. A few days later, or some time later, she came and she asked me the same question, but this time about Ashok. I said, I don't know. I was, just, I was just praying for him. Then he also called. And he said, it was about 2 to 3 a.m., when he got up to go and use the washroom. And as he jumped down, there was a snake just at the foot of his bed. Yeah. People have prayed ahead. You see, never ignore that feeling. Pray. Never ignore it. Just that. Doesn't matter where you are. That's why I'm teaching you that you can pray to yourself. I mean, you are there. He says, to himself and to the Lord. So the Lord still hears you. Even though, as I'm praying, can you hear me? Can you hear? I'm not disturbing you. Even with the mic, you can't hear me. But I'm praying. Hallelujah. Another time, the women in Kumasi, at that time we were in Tamale, and the women in Kumasi had a visit from our bishop's wife. And she had come for a program. So I gathered my women, as many as could fit in the car that we were using at the time, about seven of them. And we came down for the meeting. We had a very good time, Friday, Saturday. Sunday after church, we were heading back to Tamale. And I was looking forward to sitting in the car because, you know, if you can imagine women having a women's program, you can be sure that sleep was short. <laughs> because the program already will close this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, bomb come up. We'll be interacting and boring then come on. Today it's almost breaking. Then we'll sleep as if. Are you there? So I was looking for, I said, when I sit in the car, I know that I will sleep. But as I sat in the car, as soon as we began to head out of Kumasi, I began to feel that. So I sat there praying, hoping that the desire to pray would eventually evaporate. All the ladies fell asleep. It was just myself and the driver. And I was just, I told you, doing what? Praying to myself. Hey! 
Praying, 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 praying. We have reached Tai Pichiman. This thing will not go. We continued going. We have reached Jema. This thing will not go. Then we began to descend a hill. And in those days, it was before we had the revelation that you must drive only at 100. We must have been going about 120, 130. We just, we were trying to get to Tamale before that. And as we came down the hill, I suddenly saw people shouting. I heard a noise, bim. Then I heard people shouting and screaming and shouting. As the driver tried to slow down. Our back tire had taken off. It had come off the car. And the car on its three tires at 120 kilometers per hour was racing down the hill. Down the hill. Up to today, I know the place where it even started. Up to today. Slowly, the driver managed to bring the car to a stop. When we got out, it was our tire that was out. We spent some time there. This was in the days before mobile phones. So nobody would know what's going on. But we spent some time there. Managed to get people to help us. Managed to get some small boys to walk around looking for the holes and nuts. And then we slowly, it took us a long time. But we slowly made our way from Jema all the way to Tamale. One bit at a time. It was only as we were entering the gate of the house that the driver spoke for the first time. And then he said, because he was, he was my office driver actually. And I had asked him to take us on this journey. And he just turned to me and said, Car. 120 kilometers downhill, minus one tire, and it didn't turn over. So I said, Mommy, I can't talk. That's what he said. We should have rolled over, rolled over, Greg, 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 Greg. But suddenly, I understood what I had been praying about. By the time we were back on the road, I knew that this was what I had been praying about. Never ignore the feeling to just pray. Let those of you who say, Tanks are not important. I want to ask you what you would have been praying. I had no way of knowing that this was it. Or this was what was going to happen. Hmm. Number nine. Praying in tongues enables us to pray for a long time. It enables us to pray for a long time. I don't know if you have tried to talk for nine hours before. Even if I ask you to start now. After 10 minutes, you realize you are tired of talking. Or those who can talk a lot. have some companions like me in the house. Maybe say amen. We can talk. But even we. Can you talk nine hours? You'll be fed up. Who again can talk? I've already confessed mine. I said, who again can talk? Tims, can you talk for nine hours? I'm calling the names of uh, those I know who can talk. We can talk. Who again? Ahima, where are you? Uh, why you say why you're this Please, nine hours. We can't. We can't. We can't. Tina says what? Are you with me? So if you cannot talk to your friend who you can see for nine hours, is it God who you cannot talk to? You cannot see that you'll be able to talk like that. That's why you need tongues. Because as you lift up the tongues, Kababa, Mikataba, 
Your mind is not engaged. You can continue. When you start to get tired, you can even lighten the atmosphere. Put on a message. Put on some music. It doesn't disturb you because your mind is not engaged. When you look, Charlie, six hours. I don't know what you are doing without hands. I don't know how you are managing. I don't know how you are managing. Which one, what do you think? Can you imagine? Thanks is not in your life. Hey! When you wake up in the morning, do you feel like talking? If you had to now engage your mind, let's talk. I don't know when you start talking to God. I don't know when you start talking to God. But by the grace of God, when you have the Holy Spirit, many times you just wake up. Even before you know what's going on, you start. Before you are aware, your spirit just is like you were going in free. Then suddenly, you are in the gear. Then yourself has come. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Number nine. Tongues are for thanksgiving. Tongues are for thanksgiving. Look at an interesting scripture. It's passage, 1 Corinthians 14. Have you noticed that for almost every point we are going to 1 Corinthians 14? But this time, look at verse 15 and to 17. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will pray with the Spirit and I will sing, I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how shall he that occupied the room of the unlearned say amen at thy giving of thanks? Seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest, and thou verily givest thanks well that the other is not edified. Now, you see, in this piece of scripture, he's trying to talk about how when you come into church and you are praying public prayer, pray in the understanding so somebody listening can say, Amen. Are you seeing it? But he's saying here also, he said, You gave thanks well. So, in your thanksgiving, you were thanking God. Only that because it was in a public situation, the person couldn't say amen. But in your private situation, use the tongues. You know why? If I tell you, let's start thanking God now. You thank, and you thank, and you thank, and you thank, ah, you get lost. You even forget some things. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Do you know that it is only when something happens that you thank for some things? It's when I said, take a deep breath. It was nothing to you. Because you've never woken up and you couldn't take a deep breath. Yeah. But you see that when you are thanking God, you will thank for everything. When you got up and you put your legs down and you started, you just got up and you started walking. You started walking. I met a lady, a very active lady, but she's old now. And she's still active. Then she says, I I know I'm old. Then I said, oh, what are you saying? Then she said, when she gets up in the morning, when she wakes up, she can't get up. She says, now when she wakes up, she has to roll over. She has to get down. She has to crawl. After crawling, she gets to a place. Yeah, when you see her outside, she's walking. But she was now describing the process. Then she grabs her walking stick. Then she puts it in a certain place. Then she holds the wall. You know, she asks people to help her. She says she's struggling to keep her independence. She refuses to call somebody, so she'll do it. Then eventually, then the old bones, they are now straight. Now the day can begin. Are you there? It's when you reach there 
that you are now remembering how nice it was to just put your leg down and get up and go. So you won't thank God for it. But as you are thanking in tongues, by the grace of God, every area, because you know that your prayer in tongues is the will of God, you will do all the thanksgiving that you have to give. Hallelujah. We have so much to thank God for. I said we have so much to thank God for. As we are sitting here enjoying, there are people who can't enjoy like this. Yeah. Recently, one of my missionary children sent me a text. We have been under curfew from Friday, is it to Wednesday? After, some people in the place, they can't come out. We, we can't even come out and choose to be late. Hey! Go and stand by roadside, you'll get car. There are places where there are cars that people can't pay. They walk. If you get a picture of Lilongwe, the capital of Malawi, the center, everybody's walking barefoot. They can't afford, not that they're so car, they can't afford it. I tell you, we take a lot for granted, though. Hey. They are central market, they are makola. The things are on the ground. The things they are selling. Hmm. I can see you can't relate. They're on the ground, on the ground. In Ghana, even village market, it's not on the ground. It's unless you get into village, village, you have to go deep before you see the one that they have put rubber and put it on the ground. There's a table. There's a stall. There's a shed. I said, on the ground, capital city. Hey. We have a lot to give thanks for. Some of our churches in these countries, big, 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 big churches. What like something? Hey. One of my daughters, she was saying, she was happy. She said, oh, the income of our church, it's been so good. What she wrote for a month, is our income, children, for you. And the church, this is after the church is now about 15 years. You better start giving thanks to God. You better start thinking, giving thanks. This morning you can choose to do watch two CDs. You can choose to buy uh, cocoa. You can choose to buy what? Gobet three CDs. Oh, the Gobet three CDs, you'll be on it till the evening. Hey, Jesus, the other one say. We thank you. Hey. Oh, you are not understanding what I'm saying. But sometimes in our thanksgiving, it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Thank God for what you are wearing as you have come to sit in church. Ah. When I was your age, about this time, I had only one pair of shoes. It was not even shoes, it was sandals. I wore it. My sister knows the, the, the shoemaker. Am I telling you? The shoemaker, he was our friend. Because I didn't bet it, then we'll carry it. Then he changed the inside. They changed one strap, changed another strap, changed it. One day he said, Oh, my sister, this shoe, dear. She said, National Standard, NASA. The Lord has had mercy on us. Okay, you are in a church. Two weeks ago, your carpet was red. When we said we are changing colors, we changed that, we changed the, uh, the carpet. What money do you have? You should know that it's just God being nice to us. I was there. Then Tim sent me a text. They said, I want to change the front row to blue as well. Hey, just say, as you are there, students with nothing, your church has got chairs, huh? they can decide. Let's put brown ones in front. Let's put red ones in front. Let's put blue. Hey. But you will remember it to thank God. You will remember. You will remember. 
We used to sit outside. Were they forgotten? We used to sit outside. For 12 solid weeks, we met in the sun. When you are sitting, you don't know whether you are alive or dead. And the middle had cheesecloth. Up to today, after my experience was 12 feet, I would never have cheesecloth, whether day or night. Heat. Heat. Hey. You see, yeah, yeah. Coral night, coral service. Under the stars. Now you need light to Bakumpo. Yay! Hey! Even as a church, we have much to thank God for. Yeah. We have money. God kept us out there 12 weeks, not one. We had no Sunday that rain disturbed us. It can only be God. And it was rainy season. Hmm. Yeah. And the last one. Reason number 10. Speak in, speaking in tongues brings the tongue under subjection. Hmm. Brings the tongue under subjection. Many of us have a tongue problem. One of my amazing amazements in life. I thought only women gossip. Till I met a man who gossips more than any woman I know. Hey! I was shocked. Hey! Then I met one. Hey! Hmm. That's why they say, Fila no get leg. Hey! Now what? Okromaf de Kariam. Hey! Yeah. And many of us, we don't have control over our tongues at all. Not only those who gossip. There are some, you speak so much negativity into your own life. How are things going? Hmm. And you... It's not going, oh. Which Christmas have the traders not said that? Nothing is being born. Every year, every Christmas. Yeah. Because, and they don't realize that they are speaking negativism. It's, you see, the Bible says that the power of life and death, they are in your tongue. So if you can control your tongue to speak forth life and to speak forth good things, you can change your life. You can change your life. But instead, we speak a lot of negativity. Negative things. I have trained myself. I don't talk negative things. Even when it's happening, I won't say. I will say anyone. When you ask me, how are you? By the way, never send me a text, how am I? Because I feel like asking you that if I was not well, I won't tell you. But that's not the point. You know, the texts are a lot. So when I see, hello, how are you? I said, the person hasn't descended yet. <laughs> are you okay? I won't answer. So just write your thing. Uh-huh. Then that one, I will, in the multitude of things, I will answer. Are you there? But <laughs> when I do answer, I'll tell you that I'm blessed and highly favored. That's my confession over my life. And as I'm confessing it, I'm seeing that I'm blessed. I'm seeing that I'm blessed. I'm seeing that I'm favored. Oh, yes. In our recent move, I realized I've been favored. Ah. Oh. I could see it. Burn. Because I realized that I could have been transferred. Not with my church. Myself. Cry. Okay. Why is you, Manuel? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. 
I realized favor of God left me. Yeah. Yeah. My father just favored me. Hey! But that's my confession. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. You be there saying that thing. Things are so bad these days. Things are so difficult these days. You see, the things are there already. You don't need to say it to apply it to yourself. Yeah. Another thing I never say. I don't say I will buy. No, 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 no. Because my car is about 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It has about 450,000 kilometers on it. And it's still driving. Yeah. It has two checking people because my husband travels, I also travel. So it's really under stress. So, <laughs> new car, dear, we really need it. But I will never say I'll buy a car. I will never say. What if God has not to give it to me? Hey, so I say I'll get. I'll get. When I get it, I'll come and show it to you. I'll get it. I'll get. Yeah. If I say I'll buy and God has not planned to do it by that means, what will happen? I'll say I'll get. I'll get. I'll get. You better start getting a house by your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Better start getting a car by your mouth. Start to get a good wife by your mouth. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. My children, I used to tell them good things. And the things I've said, I'm seeing them. Oh, yeah. I said, said, you are great guys. You are great guys. You are great guys. Yeah. One of them who was doing well in school. At the point, I said, Charlie. Your grades are good. Then he turned to me and said, ah, have you forgotten? I said, me, forgotten what? Then he said, you prophesied over me that what I read, I will remember. I had forgotten. What you read, you will remember. I said, what you read, you will remember. May your exam, may your book be like photocopy, photocopy. If you read it, you remember. Yeah, if you read it. Hallelujah. Amen. Speaking in tongues. You see, I need you to understand it because that's not my background. I'm coming from the background of an agric student. I'm coming from the background of working with, agri- working with men. Foul language. Yeah. But speaking in tongues taught me to train my tongue. Train my tongue. That's why even when I see you and you're looking at Glee, I don't tell you you're looking at it. Hey, I won't confess it for it to come and stay on your life. No. Are you there? Are you there? I tell you that you are very beautiful. I think you, it will work better if you do this or if you add that. Yeah, but I'll never tell you that. Ah. Hey, get a control over your tongue. Stop speaking negative things. Ah, this lecture, I don't like him. Cry. As you have said it, that's how he doesn't like you. This subject is too difficult. That's why you are struggling. That's why you are struggling. Mass is difficult. That's why your brain can't work over mass. When you see the mass, no pet. But by the Spirit. James chapter 3 verse 8. The tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. The things that the tongue can say. Hey! Are you there? By speaking in tongues, you get control. You get control. I said you get control by speaking in tongues. 
May the Lord help us to speak in tongues. I said, may he help us to speak in tongues. Stand to your feet and begin to speak in tongues. Say something sweet and special to God this morning. Just for a few minutes. The service must come to a quick close. But lift up your voice and speak to him. Oh, tell him you appreciate the word that you have heard this morning, but tell him in tongues. It's not time to be this morning, pray for your family, for your parents, your siblings, those who look up to you. Lift your voice and pray. Commit them to the Lord Thank you, we give you praise. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, before you can receive this beautiful gift and before you can begin to speak in tongues, you need to be born again. And so as every head is bowed this morning, every eye is closed. Maybe you are here, you have always been going to church, but you have not given your life to Jesus. Or you have been going, but you have not seen any change in your life. And so you want, you want to do it again. As you are here this morning, just bow down your eye. Just bow down your head. Bow down your head. And think about it. Think about it. Has your life changed since you became a Christian? If not, I want to ask you to receive Christ again. Because if you were really born again, something, something would have begun to change. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand this morning. We want to pray. Lift up your right hand. Lift it up. Lift it up quickly. Quickly. Lift it up quickly. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. You just say, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. I believe so, but I'm not sure. I want you to be sure. If your hand is lifted, just come to me this morning. Step out of where you are. Just come to me. I want to pray with you. You are here. You are just not sure. Just come. Just come to me. Rise up and come to me. Rise up and come. God bless you. Let us pray. It's just a prayer you're going to pray. And then you'll be sure. God bless you. Just stand. Let them guide you. Just come. Step out and come. God bless you. God bless you. Don't think about what your friend is thinking. Just come. Jesus is calling you today. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling. Don't let there be any doubt in your mind or in your spirit. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. I want you to pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus.
I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for each one who is here. Thank you for the seal of the Holy Spirit that is upon them, that they are saved and they know they are going to heaven. I thank you for them in Jesus' name. Now, before you go, I want to lay hands on you. David, come and help me. Pastor Yvonne, come and help me. We're going to lay hands on you to, be, to receive the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in tongues. So, just need oil to lay hands. Just lay hands. Just lift it. Papa, come now, come and help me. Just lay hands. As you are standing, I gave you the instruction last week, just begin to speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues. As they lay their hands upon you, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Notify, Papa, come and pray. Richmond, lay your hands upon them. As you lay your hands upon them, they should just begin to speak. This is not to slay anybody. I just heard it. Just begin to speak in tongues. Mandalabra, mekandalababa, shima sandalaba. Young lady, don't scream. Just open your mouth. The spirit will begin to come forth. They begin to come forth. They begin to come forth. Makaba Sunday. In the hall, just open your mouth and begin to speak in tongues. You are here, you don't speak in tongues and you would like to immediately after church uh, that David will have a service at the back there and you join him. Makaba Sundele Bebe. Mi andalabra samatandalababa. Ikandalababa Sunday. Rima Sundele Bebe. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it, that's it, that's it. It sounds like a stammering tongue. It sounds like you are saying the same thing. But that's it, that's it. Just let it flow. 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 In the name of Jesus. That's it, that's it, that's it. That's it, that's it, that's it. You speak forth, you speak, whatever is coming up, it doesn't matter, just speak forth. That's it, that's it, that's it. That's the spirit, that's it, that's it, that's the speaking in tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook. Fountain of Life Cathedral and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIDS. God will receive this.